Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God from Genesis chapter 2. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. This is God's word. Before sin entered the world, before the serpent tempted the man and his wife, God made Adam to work and to eat. Before there was a command even to be fruitful and multiply, Adam was to work and he was to eat. He was to work in the garden in which God had placed him. He was to eat the food the Lord had provided for him there in the garden. As part of God's good creation, work and food are good. Are there two things in this world and in our culture we have fouled up more than work and food? With regards to work, we range from idleness and laziness on one end of the spectrum to idolatry for our jobs and our careers and the tasks at hand before us on the other end. Rarely do we have a healthy attitude, a healthy perspective towards this good gift of God. There was an author who once said, and I've heard this repeated by a number of different pastors, it is profound, that in American culture, we love to worship our work, work at our play, and play at our worship. In other words, the most important thing, the thing we place above all other things, is our job and our success at it. So that consequently all our priorities are out of whack. We take play so seriously that we become ultra-competitive and have to outdo the next person where it becomes a work. And of course, worship easily becomes a playtime of entertainment and focus on whether or not it's fun. In all of that, work loses its proper place. And so too does food, doesn't it? Indeed, Adam was made to eat, to eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, save one, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And food is indeed a blessing. But let's be honest, it's a blessing that trips us up over and over again, isn't it? And like work, there's two extreme ends of a spectrum. On the one end, you have utter gluttony. 
Which we certainly fall prey to in our culture, don't we? Chasing after our appetites. Feeding ourselves with whatever is good in the moment. To the other end of the spectrum. Every diet under the sun that becomes not just an option of how to live, but becomes a dogma. A borderline religion. I read an article a couple days ago that told me I was guilty of toxic masculinity because I refused to give up meat and eat a vegetarian diet. So it's told. Both work and both food are meant to be good gifts of God and we, sinful people that we are, corrupt them both. But isn't that how it goes with all of God's gifts? Money, sex, influence, relationships, all things God gives us to be gifts, all things that we sinful people corrupt. And yet before all of it, before God had even made the woman to compliment the man, the man was given to work and to eat. Because these things are good. And these things are part of why Adam was created in the first place. Why you have been created. In the church, we talk a lot about purpose. In fact, books, best selling books, have been written on finding your purpose and being driven by your purpose. But the purpose of God's creation, the purpose of the humanity that he's placed into it, your purpose and my purpose are very simple. To do the work the Lord gives us to do and to eat the food the Lord gives us to eat. For Jesus Christ has come And saved us from our sinful attitudes, corruption, and brokenness that have taken God's good gifts of work and food and corrupted them. He, Jesus, is the one who takes what is broken and corrupted and sets it in its proper place. We learned last week about the importance of knowing God's law, the Ten Commandments. Why? Because that is what God has made us to do, to do the work He gives us to do. Loving Him and loving our neighbor as ourselves. That is your purpose. As one of God's people, as a Christian, to love your God and to love your neighbor as His Word commands you to do. But not only that, to be fed. To be fed by the God who loves to feed you forgiveness and life and salvation. Who does it abundantly. As Jesus fed the crowds who gathered to hear him on the plain. 
With Jesus there is abundant food. And for you, there is abundant food of salvation. For Jesus Christ himself is the meal that we eat. It is not irony or coincidence, but intentional that in Holy Scripture, there are two basic images that describe what heaven looks like. The first, if you go to the end of your Bible, to Revelation chapter 22, the new creation in which God has designed for us to live in for all eternity is, of course, described as a garden. A garden where we will not live by ourselves, but we will, of course, live with our God before his throne, as Revelation 21 describes, and be there with all the saints of God, all his people of all time. We will love God and love neighbor, doing his work in his garden for all eternity, just as he created Adam to do from the very beginning. And of course, the other image of heaven that we find in the book of Revelation, in which Jesus himself speaks of as well, is that of a banquet, a feast, a celebration, where we are fed. What will we do for all eternity in God's heavenly kingdom? We will love God and neighbor in perfection doing the work he gives us to do, and we will receive the good gifts our God feeds us with day in and day out for all eternity. We will do what Adam was made to do. Work and eat. And isn't that what God calls you to even here and now? To be about his work. Work that we corrupt. But that he sets straight before our eyes. He says, go forth, my dear children. Love me and love your neighbor. That is the work I give you to do. And he also tells us to be fed. In fact, he invites us into the front of the church this morning to eat and drink and taste his salvation. To taste and see that he, the Lord, indeed is good. The Lord bless you and keep you in your working and in your eating. For just like Adam, that is what you have been made to do. And thanks be to God, what we will do for all eternity in great joy and celebration. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.